Amen. Praise God. Acts 1 and 1. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up. After that, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion, which means his suffering, by many infallible proofs. Infallible proofs. That means unmistakable proofs. Being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them. Everybody say he commanded them. He commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. The fourth verse, one more time. He assembled together with them and commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise. Amen. Praise God. I want to preach for just a little while from this title, The Promise of the Father. Amen. The Promise of the Father. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord, your voices to the Lord. Come on, let's ask God to help us in this house today. Come on, lift up your voice like a trumpet unto God. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is going to do a work in this house. Hallelujah. Come on, join up with somebody next to you if it's appropriate right now. Hallelujah. Why don't you pray for your brother, your sister right now? God, we need healing in this house. We need strength in this house. We need your promise to come down one more time. Come on, is anybody hungry for more of Jesus? Hallelujah, we love you, God. We praise you. You've been wonderful. Hallelujah, now put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. We're having a special uh, tomorrow night, a special midweek service. And the reason we're moving it to midweek is uh, I and along with a few other people will be heading to Brazil for a missions trip. So I want everybody here tomorrow night because I want you to pray for me. Amen. Praise God. I don't like airplanes and I sure don't like ones that go over water. Amen. Not that it makes a difference, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> praise God. Amen. I, I feel like God put me in hot springs and I like to be here. <laughs> Amen. So y'all pray I make it back safely. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I want to preach about the promise of the Father today. These scriptures that I read are some of the final words that Jesus spoke you could say face-to-face or man-to-man with his disciples. The Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are uh, they're called 
the, the Gospels because it is the teachings, it's the life, it's what Jesus began to do and the miracles and the prayers that he prayed and the story of his life. But when you get to the book of Acts, things began to change because uh, all of a sudden uh, it's not going to be man to man anymore, but God's going to come back in spirit form. Amen. It's called the Holy Ghost. We don't believe in a trinity. We believe it's all in him. I said it's all in him. Amen. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. He said, I will come to you. Amen. I'm not going to be walking beside you. He said, I'm going to be inside of you. Amen. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God we don't have to try to live this life without the Holy Ghost. Thank God we got Jesus on the inside, uh, working on the outside. Uh, Thank God uh, we got him walking with us every day, uh, helping us. My, my, we can do anything with Jesus. Amen, but Acts is where the Spirit begins to work. Amen, and the thing that, uh, he begins to talk to them about, and you, I want you to understand is that uh, here he is, and Jesus knows the future as well as he knows the past. Amen. He knows what's about to happen in a few days in Jerusalem in an upper room. He knows, they don't know, but he knows the Spirit is going to be poured out, and it's going to be the greatest thing that could ever happen to humanity. Amen. If you don't have the Holy Ghost today, don't leave without it. How do you get the Holy Ghost? You repent of your sins and then get a made up mind. I'm not leaving until I get it. If you get your mind made up, I ain't leaving until I get it. You'll get it. My Tammy. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. We're going to have church in here today. We're going to kick the devil in the mouth today. We're going to stomp on him today. Uh, We're going to walk out victorious today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Jesus knows that this outpouring of the Spirit is going to end the hatred from one people to another. Amen. Praise God. If you're a Jew, when you get the Holy Ghost, you're not going to hate the Gentiles anymore. And when you're a Gentile, you get the Holy Ghost, you're not going to hate the Jews anymore. Amen. If you're brown and you get the Holy Ghost, you ain't going to hate the black or the white anymore. Uh, If you speak one language and you get the Holy Ghost, you're not going to hate people that speak another language anymore. Uh, Well, about 20 people might believe what I'm saying right now. He said, you'll know my disciples. Uh, their love one and two another I rebuke every ounce of hatred I rebuke every jealousy I rebuke every envy every strife every backbiting ah, we're going to higher ground we've got the promise hallelujah amen the Holy Ghost will bring unity And it brings hope to people. Man, if you want to know what it's like to be face to face with the devil, I've told people this before, it's a feeling of hopelessness. 
Well, hallelujah. Amen. Being face to face with the devil ain't a scary feeling. It's a hopeless feeling. Why is it a hopeless feeling? Because he don't have any hope. I said he ain't got any hope. And what he wants you to do is not have any hope. But I rebuke that spirit in this house this morning. We're going to higher ground. Hey, when you feel that hopeless feeling, that's, you're, you're at the most dangerous place in your life. Well, I'm going to get off track. When you feel hopeless, uh, that's when it's time to start rebuking the devil. Get thee behind me, Satan. Uh, I'm not going where you're going. Uh, my future ain't your future. Uh, hallelujah. Everybody say, I got a promise. Amen. But it's not guaranteed to these disciples. Amen. Because this is what the Lord does. He allows a process to happen. And he takes his plan for the future of the church. And he puts it into the hands of a few men. Boy, it's scary, ain't it? Praise God. He takes the hope and the future of the church and puts it into the hands of a few men. Guess what they have to do with that future? They're holding that promise in their hands. You know what they have to do? They got to protect it with all their heart. They're the carriers of the promise. Boy, it might get quiet before it gets loud. Amen. Every one of us in this building today are carriers of a promise that we're carrying for another generation. That we're... Hey, I, don't, don't start pounding because God ain't saved your family yet. Uh, just understand, I'm the carrier. I'm not going to back up. I'm not quitting. I, come on. Come on, church. Come on. It's time to get out of your depression because uh, your husband ain't got the Holy Ghost yet uh, or your wife ain't got the Holy Ghost yet uh, or your kids ain't come back yet. God made you a carrier uh, and you can't fumble. You got to hold it uh, tight. Man, how many people I hate to say it, but my wife was a carrier of the promise for many years while I was an ignorant man. Y'all can be seated. A lot of women have been carriers of this promise while they were waiting for their husband to get it together. And I've seen husbands that were the carriers and they were carrying it waiting for their wife to get it together. Hey, I come to preach.
today. Uh, don't grow weary and well-doing. Uh, you're carrying something. Come on, I feel like preaching faith to somebody. Uh, somebody in here, you were the recipient of a carrier uh, that didn't give up on you. Uh, they kept... What happens to these men? They lose their faith. What happens to these men if they're not obedient and carry the promise? Telling you it messes up you and me. Hey, I thank God for everybody that paved the trail for me to be able to have this wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. I thank God for everybody in this Bible that kept holding on while they were burning them at the stake. I thank God for every Brush Harbor revival uh, where the old timers uh, just hung in there. Uh, no, Come on, church. Uh, no air conditioner, uh, no heater, uh, sawdust on the floor, uh, but they were carriers. Uh, and they, they kept on praying. Uh, they kept on pushing. Uh, here we are today. But they say we're recipients. Recipients of a promise. Because somebody kept holding on. Help us, God. The Bible says, being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not, everybody say, should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. Which saith he, ye have heard of me. Praise God. He assembled together with them. Praise God. Thank God for live stream. That's not a substitute. It's not a replacement. Thank God for technology. And when you're sick, you can get on there and watch and still feel like you're a part. When you're on vacation, you can still get on and watch and act like you're a part, feel like you're a part. Amen. But but you don't sit at home when you're supposed to assemble together. Amen. Praise God. It's getting kind of quiet, maybe. Who knows? The first part of the commandment was that they should not depart from Jerusalem. He was telling them, if you want the promise, you cannot depart. Praise God. This is a Paul's own purpose. If you want the promise, you cannot depart. Well, praise God. Jesus was saying, if you want the promise of the Father, you better be positioned in the place I'm going to pour it out. 
Praise God. What are you talking about position? I believe there is latitude and longitude position where God pours out his spirit. But even when you're there, you still got to be there. I said you still got to be there. You still have to get in one mind. You still got to get in one accord. You still got to get in one place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for the place. Hallelujah. Jerusalem has always been a type and a shadow of the church. Everybody say the church. Jerusalem has always been identified as the church simply because that's where the church started, first of all. But then that was the place where God had chosen to put his name. Jerusalem to this day is still, uh, it's trouble because the devil hates it. A little bitty city in a high desert that ain't good for much as far as I could see. But God said, it's my place. He said, it's my place. I'm going to put my name. That's where I'm going to pour out my spirit. Uh, amen. And Jerusalem has always been a type and a shadow of the church. And he said, do not depart Jerusalem, but you got to wait for the promise. If you want to know why the enemy works so hard to get people departed from Jerusalem, he knows if you get there and you put your roots down and you say, it don't matter what they say about me. It don't matter who looks at me funny. It don't matter who offends me. I'm not going to depart because I know Jerusalem is where the promise is coming from. I wish somebody would stomp the devil right now. I wish somebody would make a liar out of the devil right now. You lying spirit. Come on now, somebody the devil's been pulling on, but God gave me a word to preach. Don't depart. The promise is on the way. Come on, hold on one more minute to what you're feeling. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody, you need to start praying. God, I'm taking dominion from this point forward. I'm taking dominion. I rebuke that lying spirit that's been trying to pull me away from where my miracle's going to come from. Come on, join up with somebody right now. We're about to pray for a minute. We're about to drive the devil out of town.
It's coming down, down, down. It's coming down, down, down. The promise is coming down. Somebody needs to open your mouth. Somebody needs to open your mouth. Say, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Come on, the healer's in the house right now. Come on, God's wanting to move right now. Yeah. Come on, I feel it in my spirit. Somebody needs to get the departure out of your spirit.